It's your boy, Super Duper here, man. Shout out to Not Politically Correct. God damn it. Coolest podcast in the fucking world. Cooler than who? Yeah. (laughs) Not Politically Correct. Welcome to episode 21 of Not Politically Correct. It is your homie TS, a.k.a. C-Nova. You know I gotcha. And I'm chilling here with the homies McCoy. Yeah. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Well, it's your boy McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What They Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God, a.k.a. No Cap Charlie, a.k.a. Doped Up Danny, a.k.a. Smooth Job Johnny, a.k.a. Hallway Jones, because... Your bitch might make me a ringtone! This has been brought to you in part by Real Niggas Incorporated. Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter at RealMcCoyKPZ. You can also find me at the same place on Instagram, RealMcCoyKPZ. You can find me on Snapchat at RealMcCoyRebel. You feel me? Cody, a.k.a. Donnie Downer. Aww. For us. Cody wants to murder someone, <laughs> but I'm not going to say who because... <laughs> a.k.a. Brody, a.k.a. Ghost Codeine. A.k.a. Sulking Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. Episode Emily. A.k.a. <laughs> nickname Nathaniel. A.k.a. Nava Jojo. <laughs> a.k.a. Hallway Chip, because your bitch might, might be, be a thousand. <laughs> a.k.a. Pepto Paul. <laughs> oh, because he's shitting on the game on you niggas. Ball movement bill over here. We last week, but... <laughs> Comes out, okay, came in. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay. Stay on. <laughs> I, I can't even. That shit was funny. It was alright. Uh, Asshole Andy. Right. Wow. Andy written on the footage. Right. Is that a <laughs> Toy Story? Oh, paint got a paint on it. Pause. Oh man. Uh, Russ, <laughs> the barman, aka Teddy Russ. I'm gonna let you finish. Did you guys see <laughs> the, Russ, bus, the bus? The Toy Story <laughs> Four trailer. <laughs> Smooth fingers. Universal. There we go. Studio. Remember to stay on your side, bitches. Alright, all the way over there. Did you guys see the Toy Story 4 trailer? Definitely saw the Toy Story 4 trailer. Definitely don't know if I'm a fan. Because, like... I feel like Toy Story's done. And I, and I have to... No, I, it's not done because there's another one coming out. Punch him in the throat. <laughs> what you missed was me karate chopping the white man. It was great. Um, <laughs> so knocked out Kent. <laughs> knocked out Kent. <laughs> Probably be better for knockout Nicholas or something. Well, Sounding like, hey, you right. gotta go with the K. <laughs> yeah, you had the case correct. Yeah, so like this is seven syllables. To right. this, is, <laughs> this is why English sucks. Like, um, but no, I think like Toy Story should technically be done. Like, have you seen I, one and three? Yeah, yes, three? I've, I've seen one through three. Yeah. I've seen two only like twice. I've seen three like three times. Re- literally, wow. literally, literally. So I've only Toy Story one. I've seen millions, yeah, millions of times. Of times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, two twice at max, and three yeah. about three times. Which literally. two is not bad? I just feel like it's the lesser of all of them. But three is so good; it's just hard to watch because it's so like emotional. Yeah. I mean, especially that ending. I've too. only yeah. seen three. 
I think once. At the movies? Yeah, yeah. I've only seen three once, once and it was just so fucking intense that I don't want to watch it. I want to watch it again, but I don't think I'm emotionally ready for right. it yet. That's kind of how like sequels usually go, though. Like The first one is like, oh, man, I can't wait to the next one. And the next one is like, man. it didn't really live up to the hype, but I still, you know, I would still watch it again type right. of shit. I think Toy Story has a, a record, though, of awesome um, sequels, mm. like, after X amount of sequels, usually movies don't make as much. Right. But I think Toy Story and um, maybe Star Wars are the only two movie franchises where sequels are still making as much money or more money than the previous movie. Let's let's talk let's talk about something kind of related to that. So Disney bought Fox. 20th Century, so they own 20th Century Fox, they own um, Warner Brothers, Lucas Arts, they don't own Warner Brothers, uh, and what's the other one? uh, Marvel. Yep. Damn near every movie now is going to be a Disney movie. Yeah, no, I heard, I read about this when they started trying to buy it in 2017. Warner Brothers, though. No, Warner Brothers is his own entity, but they almost have every stone, some some killer assigned to, or who are um, contracted to Warner Brothers that appear under Disney. That's why I thought they took over Warner Brothers. Like, they kept it in name, but... You know what would be... That would be really fucked up because then if that were to happen, there could be a DC-Marvel crossover movie. Yeah. Fucked up or good? Because there's actually DC-Marvel crossover comic books. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't think Disney has to own anything else in order for a DC-Marvel crossover. Like, (laughs) is it... Is it so asinine that... Two competing only organizations can just come together for the one time to make money for the both of them. Avengers no. versus Justice League. <laughs> well, Sony came Sony came came together with Disney for the Spider Man shit. Mm-hmm. Going forward, Spider Man is one foot in Disney, one foot even though he's yeah, owned by even though he's owned by Sony. Because it's it like, better for the franchise. It's better for Spider Man to be an Avenger because he really was. Because mm-hmm. Tom Holland's Spider Man that was Marvel and. You know Disney, right? Yeah. But the end of the Spider Verse animated that was Sony. No, Tom Holland Spider Man was Marvel and Sony. It's oh, Sony first. Okay. But Marvel, Marvel and Sony bought into into using Spider Man because you need to have him in the Avengers universe. Yeah, you need you. to. And yeah. Also, now you can bring him into the MCU fold because and with Tony Century Fox, now you can bring the Fantastic Four into that bitch and X Men, good which one is, and X yeah X Men, which yeah. is important. Yeah, right? a good yeah. yeah let's whoever writes for Marvel needs to take over X Men because that ship is sinking fucking fast. It's not though. Yeah, oh, dude. I feel like um, the, Dark the first, Phoenix the first is coming movie was okay. I mean, coming from like the comics and from the the cartoon series, the movies are coming shit from? coming. Others uh, said gumming from. He definitely said gumming. I, I said was, coming. The fuck? He definitely said gumming. I said, I said coming. coming. Ah. <laughs> no, but continue. I'm sorry. Um, I was saying that they're compared to the the comics and the um, the animated series. These are uh, the well, movies. The are first trash. animated series because the second animated series was like okay, but the movies are trash in comparison. Yes, the first couple movies okay, but they are forcing it with the Wolverine thing. I thought first class was pretty cool. But then the Wolverine story was was shit. It, it really was until yeah. Logan. Logan was good. Logan, yeah. that was the third of the. Yeah, Logan was the whole but, Wolverine but was series like, was just a fucking forest. But Logan, yeah. I mean, I don't, he was like you talking about you talking about old man Logan, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that was like such an emo trip. Like it was like depression. Exactly, dog. Like, it, it was such a. Did you like, read, if you those read the comics, comics about X twenty three? 
Cause no, no, I didn't read the old, I didn't read the comics of Old Man Logan or X twenty three. If you read them, the uh, the old comics, like you'd be like, yo, they should be punched in the face with this shit. Like it was that bad? terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. X Men one, uh, the very first X Men from two thousand. I remember seeing that in the movie there, like ten eleven. That was fucking fun because mm-hmm. I just waited. I waited my whole life for that. Mm-hmm. And it was rough because, you know, you had this tall ass Wolverine. Wolverine is short and stocky. Mm-hmm. He's really five, damn near like a muscular Danny two? DeVito. Right. And you had him in there and he's he's tall and Storm. Storm is the tallest motherfucker in the comic book. And, <laughs> and he's tall in the storm. And she talks a lot. But yeah. but check this out. Holly Berry, they hired her as Storm. She did the African voice. And when they started filming, she was on set. She's like, I don't think I can do this. And they kept her. Instead of firing her and get somebody to speak an African accent, they kept her. Mm-hmm. Because it was Holly Berry. I would like to see them redo the the X Men series with one of the women from Black, uh, Panther. Black Panther. Dude, I was just Hell thinking yeah. that. They, that that one the Warrior awesome Storm. Yeah, yeah. Man, that would be. But cool. I mean, okay, that's how it was in the comics. How literal do we have to have Barry. the movie? If they're going to recreate com- a comic book into a movie, they, they should be accurate. But, but even from the animated series, Storm spoke in an African accent because that's where she's So what's the difference between you guys getting up in arms and this and then having a black Annie? Right. Yeah, we, we keep going back on that. A black what do you Annie? mean? I don't really care about that. Hey, what's, like, you guys are up in arms in this uh, about how the comics... Was this way, so the movies and the actors should be this way too. But then, um, I'm not saying that you guys particularly, but people. But what is your thoughts on uh, having a black black. 007? Or Idris Elba should be. Annie is classically a redhead white orphan, but then she has parents now. She was uh, (laughs) years ago. She was recasted as a black chick. Right, and people were pissed off about that. But then black Twitter and everybody else was like, "Bitch, it's it's fake." It's fake. What? Who cares what color she is? The story was still there. Who cares who acts her, as her? Right. But well, see, when the somebody's thing- from Africa, like when somebody's literally characters from Africa, which is partially why I have a oh boy, black Twitter don't get on my ass. I don't necessarily think that Will Seven should be black. There, I said it because he's a well. He, his characters from Wales. His characters like a a well. I mean, there are black people from Wales, so I mean, it's pos- it's possible he could be black. My thing is, wrong, but- with that movie, it's very difficult to cast a black man because of generally how the story goes. Now, you could change it up to make it more Afrocentric and African-based. Maybe put him in uh, the United States, and there'd be some sort sort of terror going on here that the. Um, the uh, MI6 has to take care of here because it's cross international borders. I mean, you could create a story for that, but generally it'd be harder for a black 007 to be in any of the other countries because there's not a, a, a huge amount of us in that area. So it'd be easy to spot him. It'd be easy to kill him. It's easy to know that he's a double agent or an agent and take him out. He doesn't have the same anonymity that um, a white James Bond would have. But let's yeah, think true, about, too, true. like the author, Ian Fleming. When he wrote that, it was like late, late I think, or what, early 1920s or something like that? Yeah, I was say like 20s. And so, like, the times have definitely changed, and they're re-evolving. Obviously, when he wrote that, James Bond didn't have a Bentley and a cell phone, you know? <laughs> I mean, we can reinvent, reinvent, like, all this other stuff, too. So what I'd, like to, what I'd like to see happen, I think it's it would be dope for fictional characters to kind of stay as they were created. But if you want... A black 007 instead of calling him 007, Call give him 008, a different. Yeah, give him a different John agent. My, yo, or, you know. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to put this out. I don't want to put this energy. But my cousin, shout out to my my OG J Million. He 
wrote a script called Double O Negro <laughs> years ago, years and years ago, and he's been perfecting this script, and it's a black James Bond film. That's what's up. With a slight bit of comedy on some like uh, undercover brother. Yeah. But it's still like an action movie, and it's like fucking funny that we get to this point where like the James Bond should be black because he's had a black James Bond idea. Where he made it more hood, yep. made it more Afrocentric. Speaking about Undercover Brother, that could be a dope movie that has Undercover a bunch Brother. of different sequels to it. Like this last time, he fought White She Devil, but this next time, like he could keep that shit topical, and that could be in the Black James Bond. But I mean, but that's kind of it's where a new character. Black Dynamite came from. Like it's yeah. along oh the God, same lines. Um, the, Ooh, thing, the, the thing, the uh, thing that that um, I kind of understand when people talking about, you know, the whole anything how things are designed and not saying that there couldn't be uh, a progression and a modernization of these old movies that are adhering to a certain race. The thing uh, with um, changing and like, like, like the idea of progressing to a new agent instead of keeping them 007, um, comics have been doing that. Um, Batman had a uh, black uh, protege who was, a, or um, what? he was named uh, Batwing. He was, he was black. He was in the same vein. Dude, um, I know so much about so, Batman. How did I not know about this? <laughs> yeah, Batwing was the the the, uh, um, the was a descendant from the Batman line. He was black. He was taken in. I can't remember if it was by the first Bruce Wayne or by um, Batwing is uh, Damian that is like or a friend. flying like airplane thing. No, it was it was um well it was the the the, the, the uh, airplane has had so many different names. Batplane. Um, Bat Terry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's a Terry? <laughs> but in the same vein, there's also been a black Superman, but he wasn't Superman. He was Blue Marvel. So there's different mm. progressions from these household superhero names that a lot of people don't invest in, they don't know about, and I think it would be better to introduce those instead of trying to maintain Reinvent. the same yeah. thing. Yeah. And it's yeah. like when Absolutely. you ask a common, you know, streetwalker, and there, it's like they think, "Who's Batman?" Bruce Wayne. Well, it's like, well, okay, but Damian Wayne, Todd, mm-hmm. uh, Todd, um, uh, 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 fucking what is, what Dick is Grayson, it? Todd, whatever, or Tim, Tim Drake. Tim Drake, yeah. And oh they're not, they were all, all those Robins were also uh, Batmans. Mm-hmm. And then in the future, was it 2009? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Terry McGinnis. Mm-hmm. And he was Batman too. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Wayne trained him. Like, there's... Spider-Man Ooh, said, they right. said, oh, not, anyone can wear the mask. It's just a symbol. Yeah, it's like Miles, it's not Miles Morales. Bruce, you got Bruce Wayne trained somebody that was Batman in 2099. Yeah. 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 It's called Batman Beyond. I know, I know, I know. But I don't yeah, know which one trained Batman. Span. I was like, I was going to like, the lifespan of Bruce Wayne, should, he should be, whatever. Nah, what he's a fan. Yeah, well, not only but, that, but he, he's it's like, if you read the comics, there's many different reasons why he lived the way he lived. Yeah. Um, his technology. He um, meets himself document. from the future oh, yeah. in a different dimension. Yeah. No, but, no, yeah, it's, it's that just about Batman, the so Batman makes sense because he kept passing on the mask in order to keep it going on. That character makes sense. Spider-Man. Spider-Man Peter Parker, Man, Iron Man, Morales, Iron Man, even, Iron even Man. Captain Marvel. Cap- yeah. The current Captain Marvel is like a, I believe it's an A-Rap girl right now mm-hmm. in the comic books. And really? Iron Man just recently, within the, the last two years, he is a black chick. Yeah. Like he gave, yeah. his, he gave the Iron Four's Man. Zero, she zero. actually designed a suit in college and he came to see her and passed on the mantle to her. What yeah, was that? Like, Iron Man's a black, a two, black woman. There's a black now. Thor. Two or three years she, ago, there's a no. There's the, a white female Thor. Like, that's, yeah, no, there's a black. I didn't know that. Yeah. But there's. I remember there's a comic that they made like two or three years ago where a female Thor mm-hmm. was dating a female Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then there's a black Captain America. And you guys were saying that 
there are certain characters that it's okay where they they can alter them or change them however you want. If it's but then the there game. are other characters like Storm that just has to be portrayed as a black African chick because Storm. Okay, so what we're saying here the is origins in the comic in the characters. comic books they made a progression to move towards something else. So there are black Supermans, there are black you know uh, Iron Mans. Storm is one individual. There's not multiple Storms. There's not Storm One and then Storm had an adoptive and named her Baby Storm. Mm-hmm. There's Storm is a person. It's a person from Africa with an African name. So it's like there's differences in progression. If, if it makes sense within the, if it makes sense within the story, What's the name? Aurora yes, or something I can't remember. The you know it it, it 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 makes sense to have a black uh who was the black Green Lantern? It was John Stewart. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um it makes sense to have a black Green Lantern. We could have a Green Lantern where Aegis Elba or Con, they were talking about Common and Tyrese at one time being John Stewart. It makes sense because it's in the comic books. It has even even if you take okay. there was a bunch of different universes or whatever right where there were lots of these different characters but storm was an individual right exactly so if you want to if there, if, there, if there are multiple spider-mans like how we okay they, what i love about x-men the current wave of x-men over the last like uh what is it like decade because damn first class came on 2011 so the last eight years they've done first class which at first i was very opposed i'm like what the fuck is this i was really really anti because i'm like this doesn't follow any of the universes and fucking beasts is liking Mystique and Mystique grew up with uh, uh, Professor I was very like what the fuck is this mm-hmm. but then I had to realize even in the comic books there are about seven or eight different X-Men universe different mm-hmm. reboots and reincarnations and of they X-Men. say like what Storm and someone else had a kid and that was someone they were like kids but then in their first class they made them like the same age um Mystique Mystique and um Professor X are not the same I don't think I don't think Mystique and Professor X are the same age I also don't... Beast and Mystique aren't the... I think it's Professor X and Mystique. They grow up together in, in the in the movies. That's not at all how it happens. I don't mm-hmm. think... I think Professor X is older than Mystique. Professor X and is Magneto are around the same age. Yeah, Professor X and Magneto are around are the same age. But yeah, Mystique should be a hell of a lot younger. younger. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So... Oh, yeah. That's right. Cause, oh, whatever. So, so... I feel like there's just stipulation of stuff. Like, if they casted George Clooney as Luke Cage, but, wouldn't that be some bullshit? <laughs> yes, because it, because Luke Cage is an individual... There's one Luke Cage. Yeah. Right. And, and his whole thing is so, being yeah, the black this protective is, So, this is what the beef is. There's one 007. He's always been just one 007. There's one Annie. There's one Storm. There's one Luke Cage. But there are multiple Spider-Men. There are multiple Batman. There are multiple Green Lanterns. Those characters are okay to be Green Lantern's whatever they want. And, There's and, five humans and, that took on the Green Lantern yeah, core. Yeah. And, and they're usually selected. Yeah. Um, either the ring selects them or the, 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 the tribunal or whatever this selects them. Well, I mean, the flavor point flavor. is just finding <laughs> actors to play these parts. Right. It's okay for um, Hollywood to find whoever they want for I mean, any They can do whatever character. they want with uh, their artistic license and things of that nature. But as far as like Storm, Luke Cage... Any um, those type of roles or those type of people, quote unquote, um, it's not something that they can pass down. Like Storm can't pass down her mantle of Storm to someone unless they have the exact same powers as her. Right. Luke right. Cage was a, a freak accident, depending on the, the comic uh, origin that you go through, um, and it's not something he can pass down as far as his power. He may have a child, they may have similar powers, but they won't be the next Luke Cage. There'll be somebody different. Um, it's not like there's 
a white counterpart out there who went through the same exact explosion, um, unless they draw him up in a in a comic somewhere. Right. But it's going to, you know, ruffle some feathers because Luke Cage's whole persona was being the protector of Harlem, as he said. Um, he kind of timidly accepted the role after he's been shot at a couple times. People died around him, um, but that was his kind of his whole persona, being that protector of Harlem. Uh, Storm and her crazy um, bipolarity and all types of other stuff that she was dealing with <laughs> is a single person, and he was Wait, an Storm, individual. Storm yeah, she, she was. She was a. She's a. a, a what is it? Uh, what well, have you ever seen? Weather to be consistent. Hell yes, she's claustrophobic. Um, <laughs> she was. She, she was switching on and off. Um, and you know, in the comics, she was like really psychotic at times. Um, you really got to check out the comics. They be dope. Um, but as far as like Annie being like played, portrayed as a black girl, I mean, I honestly understand like why people up in arms. You know, this is usually attributed to this type of person. This goes toward this demographic. Um, the way they twisted the story around to make it more modern, um, they do that with all the movies. So I, I think they could. I hate when they do that. I think they could have easily just called it a different thing. Yeah, just called it a different person. Like right, have could have been Brittany, person, uh, right, Annette and shit. Right, yeah. damn near. No, but like, I, but like honestly though, like I feel, like, I feel like Antonisha. Right? <laughs> I feel like Annie works though because oh, no, it doesn't. No, because. If you think about a modern day orphan or a child in the system, it makes sense that that child would be black. Right. Or also, like it a, makes sense that they'd be a redhead. No one wants that. Right. I'm Those soulless. <laughs> they don't have souls. Uh, you know, souls. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think when you're talking about certain individuals, like I feel like Annie could be any any foster kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Then, but then, they, like, change the name. Yeah, they should have changed the name of the yeah. movie. Though. It could be yeah. the same premise and stuff, yeah, they, or same plot. Just Annie was an individual. She wasn't passing on her redheadness, <laughs> her redheadness, her redhead powers, right? Her redhead <laughs> oh. orphan powers. That must, that must come up <laughs> to that someone must come else. Up then, in the because I, I don't, I've never seen Annie. So that must come up then in the story. Her being a redhead must be in the songs and shit. Her being a redhead is that like something that's referenced? I can't remember. I don't think because so. if that's if that's if that's the case, then she should be a little redhead white kid because you don't have. That. I don't think but it's referenced in the song. Like no one right was. Like, no one they, probably knows they, what her last name is, but that's not common knowledge. But um, like. There could be more than one person named Annie, right? Yeah, Can yeah. she be like Annie Johnson? But you know? realistically, yeah. how many black people you know named Annie? I know, I know Annette. Annette. Zip. Antoinette. No. Antoinette. That's uh, not Annie. <laughs> Usually if they shorten her name as Anne. Anne or Tony Anne. or, you know, Net. <laughs> they don't Tony. usually call yeah, her Annie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that, and that's the thing. Like maybe that's why this one was an orphan because she was named Annie. And just, they just named yeah, her Annie. You know what? I'm sorry. Which my kid, right? Annie. We're gonna call you Annie. Like, <laughs> no, no one's going to orphan me. <laughs> to orphan. That's me. a right. sign right. of her right. being <laughs> adopted. Adopt me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna adopt. Gonna Please, orphan. They definitely, they definitely orphaning you already. Give me that fucked up name. Alright. Annie, the orphan and shit. Yeah, all right. So sports? Yeah, bucks and five. All right. <laughs> all right. So that was the comic section. <laughs> That's going to become something uh, probably new. That would be dope. dope. I'm with it. That was unexpected. That was dope. I didn't realize we all knew that much about comics. I'm proud of us. <clears throat> Don't test me. I'm just <laughs> You and this growling shit, too. Right, <laughs> right, dude. This nigga didn't wolf, wolf home did us and shit all day. Irish like. terrier and shit. 
I've been listening to DMX as a child puppy. No, what? Pause. Okay, LeBron's NBA's finals. <laughs> no more looking for LeBron, for the first time in eight seasons, will not be in the playoffs. Now, this is an interesting fact. Um, so, he played, let's see, eight seasons total, including playoffs. He played 763 games. Won 536 of them. He averaged 27 points per game, 8 rebounds per game, 7.3 assists per game, won 3 championships, 2 MVP awards, 8 all-star appearances. It's kind of... Are those his like career stats? For the last 8 seasons that he was oh. appearing in the NBA Finals. Because yeah. this is the first... Or in the playoffs, I should say. Or well, he's been in the Finals the last 8 years, too. Yeah, though. actually, he has. Because now... Uh, Bring me another point. Playoff plummeting. For the first time <laughs> since the NBA-ABA merger from 76 to 77, the NBA playoffs will not feature any of these guys. Kareem, Jordan, Shaq, and LeBron. That's crazy. Since Damn. 76. Those four people have been. Those four have been in the playoffs. Wow. At least. That's crazy. Wait. Shaq, Michael, Kareem, and LeBron. So, so damn, we're talking about legendary stats. We're going to talk about legendary stats, and that damn near puts those those four at the top of the totem pole for legends. True. Now, as Mike so and Kobe that, still say, stats don't matter. How many rings you got? How many wins did you, you know? Is there somebody else that has been in the game? That long? Like, yeah, two, like, is there a, a, damn near a person a decade? It seems like um, the spotlight is has been on LeBron, but has there been another player... That has been in all eight games and now moving on to the ninth game. Seasons? Yeah. Uh no. I think LeBron I think LeBron's the first player to be that consistently in the NBA Finals. It like, could have been Mike if he didn't retire three times. Cause he got a three peat and then he retired for two years and then he came back and got another three peat, you know? If he never retired, I wonder like what is like. You know, you know it's funny. Um that that statistic there it really makes you think like that generation is over. This this a completely new generation. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, like who who are the, the the leaders who could take on those mantles now? Yeah. So does that mean that? Because everyone's now is like, oh, uh, Kevin Durant or James Harden. And it's like, yeah, but Bill Russell. And they're like, who? You know? Mm-hmm. Like you don't. Like, it was how's, better. How's Steph Curry doing? Because I mean, shit, he's been in the last couple finals at least. Uh, he's cooking with his wife, Alan. I'm just kidding. I'll be cooking with his wife too. Alright. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. That's. I mean, Warriors that's I are. I can't make a comment because my wife might listen to this. <laughs> I, I'd like to keep her. <laughs> I might see how cook. you guys would uh, think so. Uh. Well, I'm single. Sing- no, I'm Me and my wife would probably cook whatever together. Um, that's so cute. Alright. That'd be sick. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, shit. You should probably blink it out. Sorry. Sorry. That God damn it, Cody. Alright. <laughs> With the hard heart and everything. Damn, bro. My voice is not cute. Nah, I got to kill you. <laughs> no, but just it's funny. <laughs> he was just telling me this. Um, no, that's funny that we talked about, like, um, the, who, who's going to be legends after LeBron. Because, really, think about it. Dwayne Wade, this is last season. Like, him and LeBron have been in the league 15, 16. Like, I was just thinking about this the other day. The last 10 years, I don't know if it's because we were in our 20s or... 
you know, whatever, you in your 40s, I don't know, the last, <laughs> the last team. I don't age like buses. Uh, <laughs> Dog years. Nah. Happy birthday. What's your speedometer at? <laughs> odometer. Right, odometer. Uh, Speedometer's in reverse. <laughs> 95,000 miles. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the last 10 years have gone by. Model change. Last 10 years have gone by amazingly. <laughs> last 10 years, <laughs> the last decade has gone by amazingly quick. Like, I remember buying um, NBA 2K, like 04, mm. like ESPN. It was ESPN. Remember that? Mm. ESPN 2K or whatever. And it was like 04. And LeBron was on the cover. And it was like his first year. Yeah. And I remember like being like, whoa, LeBron's a game. Whoa, this is dope he's new he's in the game do you remember maybe we're we are now entering the age of Giannis mm. yeah definitely 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 entering the age of Giannis so if uh, LeBron if LeBron doesn't make it well LeBron hasn't made it to the this year's finals Giannis is definitely making it to this year's finals what if he makes yeah. it the next 9 10 years damn like, I, I, I think I he does is have the potential what, because he's he's steadily growing um, in the league Exponentially, like the the stats and the things. Steadily, he, he exponentially. <laughs> he's steadily growing exponentially. <laughs> like steadily, he's like, mm, and then exponentially. <laughs> yeah, that's, he's steadily doing it. But I mean, like, <laughs> the growth is steady, is what I was saying. It's not saying that it's the yeah. same, but that it's continuing. Kind of, sort of beating your ass. Getting better, really. Uh, he's easily getting. I get what you're saying. Yeah, like he's, yeah. yeah. Every every little step, he's getting better. Great. Right. Like, you yeah. see leaps and bounds from every just time. those steady, you know, improvements. All right. <laughs> Duncan shit just Nah I feel it though Like It's no. crazy to think about A time like that though Like Aaron Rodgers Has been in the year In the year In the league For 14 years now mm, Yeah He's on his last He's gonna he, We don't understand Fuck you know, Packer 14 fans, years Packer fans Listen Damn dog Packer You know fans. it's still crazy to think t- The year 2000 Was 19 years ago Yeah Yes dog Ugh. Like 2000 seems like it was just a couple years, years ago. ago yeah. Do you remember the good old days when you pop in Madden and you turned it on and you heard EA Sports? Yeah, it's in the game. game. Yeah. And now they it just loads and you play. They, 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 they stopped doing that in like yeah. 07, 08, something like but that. It, it used to be Challenge Big and then it used to be some other new uh, catchphrase. And then it would like. <laughs> oh, yeah, when they did uh, uh, NFL Street and shit. Yeah, they'd have the video camera big. next to the play, uh, some random player and be like. Catch a pass, you know, EA Sports. It's in the game. And then they keep playing, you know? They do all this. And now they, okay, you're just going to play your game. Like, well, they're more more about money, less about fluff. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's crazy to think. Damn. Because like, usually when you be like, you know, well, 30 years ago, you think of like Street, 1970 NBA because that's just where your, your brain is yes, to go. but that's but actually like, 50 years ago. Right. No. Oh, my God. This is how I, this is how I, okay, so y'all always say I'm good with dates and shit. Mm-hmm. This is how I do shit. Like, shit is in, like, categories for me and, like, for the longest, I was like, 30 years ago, it was 1970. That's crazy. That's, uh, yeah. 30 years ago, it was 1989. Tomorrow. Next, Next year, year is 2020. 19- Next year, the 70s, it's 50 years ago. Yeah. 50 fucking years ago. That's, like, think about that. Oh, my think God. Think about dude. that, dude. That is nuts. The, the 80s were 40 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> the eight, oh. The nineties were right. the new thirty years. The nineties is the new seventies. The nineties and the nineties became a new seventies probably like eight years ago. Yo, shout out to uh Tech File for uh let's see. Camille had posted a video of kids listening to songs from two thousand. Oh my oh, god. And I thought, oh well this is stupid because two thousand wasn't that long ago. Two thousand was damn near two decades ago. So these kids weren't even born. That one like, kid said 16, 16, 16. Wait. 
Who's Chingy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm Which, like, thank God. Thank God. Whoa. But you know, but you know what that made me think about too? How many people? How many one like one liner songs that you know from the seventies that you like? And the cats in the cradle in the silver spoon. Cat Stevens. Now, now, but how many songs did he make? Like how? A lot. Okay. Don't, okay. Just, well, just because relax, you're not. Just relax. Relax. <laughs> He's got relax. a lot. Okay. Bye. Anthology. Wait, okay. <laughs> to this day, looking ass. Listen. <laughs> I didn't know dude's name was Cat Stevens. I don't know either. Until just now. And I didn't know he had more okay. than that track. There's, until just now. So, oh, okay, what about this song? He's got uh, what's, that, what's that song? He's got what's that song? Uh, <laughs> Midnight at the Oasis. Oh, what is the name of that fucking song? Oh, uh, 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 Midnight at the Oasis. It's like, oh my God. I just looked this up like a month ago, too. How about Staying Alive? No, Popular no, track. Yeah, I know. BGs have a lot. All I'm but. saying is, Fuck there's one hit wonders that you heard on the infomercial when you were a kid. Time after time. Look. Time after time. Think about these people though. There are, Nailed there it. are, they are the chingies. There are, there are one hit wonders who made shit that we that you know you know. Damn, that sounds Dude. disrespectful. You guys though, calling somebody a chingy? That's right. not true. Oh. You ching ass nigga. You gotta reel yourself back. Before Mama Record comes at you, because okay, so all those songs, she's like, I can name this song. Can name, I had twelve of their albums. I had six. Of the, you know, somebody out there can name a Chingy album too. I, my cousin right now, Super Duper Uglass, he <laughs> loves that nigga. He, I'm a baller. He always fucking turns that song on and like Harlem shakes in front of me. I'm like, you a ugly ass nigga because this nigga, why dog? Like, uh, uh, stop. See, look, man, that ain't that. Look, I'm even so I hate it. Like, but like, shot called. So speaking of shout out to <laughs> Tech Fowl and Camille and all that jazz, uh, what do you guys think for best overall athlete, Deion Sanders or Bo Jackson? I was they on, both played in the NFL and the MLB. I won't front much yet. I don't know much about Bo Jackson, so I naturally, instinctively want to give it to Deion Sanders. Who's um, Deion kind of battling back and forth? Because he was... He was he was going at, against a couple of people uh, who kind of fell off after a while. Is he but, a Colts? Um, and he was a Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons, you mm-hmm. bitch. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Oh, yep, see? And then he Not played for the Dallas Cowboys. I don't want there was a lot of wide receivers in early years after you noticed about that competitiveness. I favored Rice over Deion for a long time. Um, but I always thought like Bo Jackson was the penultimate athlete for that time because he was everywhere. Like he was endorsed so much, his name was all over the place. Like you couldn't do was anything the, or go anywhere. Was that the guy like in the um, tunnel where the kid like he gave the kid his coke or his towel? Or mean Joe Green. Okay, yeah. That, okay, sorry. <laughs> mama, 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 baby, baby, baby. Uh, uh. But he's going to like it. Like, on YouTube. We'd be like so, what are, what are your thoughts, though? So. Who do you think is like, better, I'm, Dion or Bo? They're both great, but, and I like them for both different reasons. But I'm always like, Bo Jackson, he won the Heisman Award. Uh, man, there's just so much. I don't know. But it's crazy, too, because if you compare him, like, it could probably go either way. Because here's a. Yeah, um, in 92, Sanders played in a Falcons game. In Miami, then flew to Pittsburgh, hoping to play the Braves League Championship Series against the Pirates that evening to become the first athlete to play two professional leagues in the same day. Damn. And to push him to the playoffs. So, you would conclude that 
That was Dion, right? No, yeah. that was, no, that that was, was Dion? Dion. I thought you were reading about Bo. No, I'm just going back and forward. Like it's That's you Dion could argue it could Dion, be a toss bro. up either way. Dion, but who would you who would you put your money on? Who would you put your money on? Dion or Bo? Me, Bo. I mean, there's again, it's differently because they're not built the same. Dion's quick. He's agile. Bo was a running back, so he'll fucking like push your ass over, and he'll knock out a home run. Okay, so he's strong and shit. So you would put with, your money on Bo then? So would you go with the blob or would you go with uh, Nightcrawler? Like one's more agile. Can you say Juggernaut? Juggernaut. Why don't you say the fucking blob. I'm sorry, Get your ass out of here. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Ching loving looking ass. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do this? Fall. No. Okay. Bro, Not today. <laughs> <laughs> I need to build my self esteem up. Maybe yeah. next week. Get your, get your Bo, get your Bo Jackson or Johnson Bo. on or whatever. Bo Johnson. <laughs> Bob Johnson. Bo, Bo Jackson. Bob Dole. Get it on. Whatever. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Cody, a.k.a. Bob Dole and shit. <laughs> Ross Perot. I thought this would have been a bigger discussion, but I guess not. No, this is a great discussion. It's great. Well, let's hop in. I'm going to go with Deion Sanders. That's as far as I, I can mean, hop. you don't know much about Bo, it seems like. You. Don't know either. <laughs> well, like uh, I said, the uh, uh, from the guy uh, that managed uh, both of them. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Right, right, right. I, I think um, Dion wasn't as as hyped as Bo was. Like um, from stats, I think Bo still comes out on top, um, especially with the the accolades he received and um, the different um, awards and shit. He he was just like, I don't know if it's because there was a little difference in the time period, but. I mean, it wasn't that that far off, but I think just Bo was just pushed out there a lot more than Dion was, um, especially with Dion battling with a bunch of shit. Um, uh, he was a uh, he was in a couple of different uh, movies, series, porn. documentaries um, regarding um, like alcohol, uh, alcoholism, drug abuse, yeah. and some other things. Animal but that kind of goes back to like what we were saying last week when I said. Uh, I mean, T.I. was in, like, legal issues, and you're like, and Tupac wasn't, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. True. It's not like Bo's, I don't no, know I don't what think he that, had. That, 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 that defames his like, character or anything. I think that kind of stunted what he could have done, done. could have been. I see it. I feel it. Uh, well, who hasn't beaten women McCoy? in the NFL? Thanks for chiming in. Like, that's damn near. Uh, hey, Ray <laughs> Lewis, Staples. Oh, in the NFL, they probably use Staples. <laughs> wow, <laughs> on their knuckles. Come here, bitch. <laughs> and then afterwards, in order to patch the women up so they can beat them again. Yeah. <laughs> damn, what the? <laughs> this got so dark. There was no other way that I could participate in this conversation. <laughs> Clear, that's what I was just thinking. Well, I don't know Dion, and I don't know Bo, so let's talk about beating women. <laughs> Killing right, them, and I'm like, beating them again. Like, so you know what beating women is? Right. Rape Yeah, actually, <laughs> I have a whole book on it. So uh, <laughs> These thoughts of you expressed how by... To, how to beat Mix women me. for dummies. Blink twice. If you <laughs> I can't blink. That's like that. Blink and shit. That Just reminds me of that Greek mythology. I forget, if you... <laughs> I forget dude's name, but in Greek mythology, um, he like... This guy, I don't know, d- disobeyed the gods or something like that. So the gods like strapped into a boulder... And then a bird would come and like eat his liver every day, and then it, his liver would like regenerate, mm-hmm. and then the next day the bird would just eat it again mm-hmm. for eternity. Holy poop! Yeah, I don't think that's probably famous. I, I'm trying. I gotta look that I up. I forget. And it was in God of War too. Uh, I should know that. You know, speaking of livers, um, you're, random you're animal facts. 
Oh boy. Is that um, I think it's killer Wait. whales have been eating sharks. Yeah. yeah they, they feast on sharks. Well, they feast upon sharks. Uh, what is the most. <laughs> kind of. What is the biggest shark? Makes their name make sense, huh? Killer whale. I can't whale. remember. <laughs> Megalodon? No, is is that the big shark rat out right now? There's no, a really great white. Don't exist yeah, anymore. great white. Uh, the great white is yeah. now being attacked by killer whales, and yeah. the killer whales are purposely going after the livers in the That's great white up. sharks. Yeah, like for a while there, were, they weren't attacking them at all. But as of recently, I guess one of them got a hold of a, a great white. And they told their homies how good it was. So now all the killer sharks are going after the great white sharks. And the population of great white sharks is it, are conversely going down. Which is interesting because the great white sharks, I think, are they're known to be predatory. Yeah. Like, they're they're the bad boy of the ocean. But they are getting fucked up by these... Uh, is it, Are these, they just eating the livers and then leaving the rest? Or is yes. it like... Oh, no, they're, they're just... It's like they're surgically going after surgically. just... And they yeah, know exactly where it is. That's yes, even more... That's how that's the crazy. scientists have described it. They they don't understand how they figured it out or why they are just attacking this one region. Well, they know that it's, it's for the liver, but they're only eating that area. After that, the rest of the shark just goes away. And here like, we got two cops shooting each other to no. see who's faster at <laughs> quick draw in France. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we no. know where to deliver it. Here's the thing. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. Killer whales are actually more dolphins than they are whales, right? That I, yeah, no, I think killer whales... Killer. Actually, more kids I'll believe you if you say No, I think killer whales, their name is misleading. Yeah, they're, they're supposed not really to be whales. more peaceful. Yeah, killer whales... Are, well, hold on. Killer whales... <laughs> well, they they fuck up seals. I know... Yeah, they, they, they eat seals, they eat sharks, they eat dolphins. They they are... Killer, uh, but killer whales really are, in terms of... In terms of their uh, physical and genetic makeup, are like dolphins. Mm. Now we know, or at least I believe, dolphins are the smartest thing. Yeah. They're the human of the sea, yeah. pretty much. There's, and, there's and, a and of, uh... If they could walk, they we'd be slaves. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and I, for one, bow down to our dolphin overlords. I would, I would definitely bow down to. The, you ever seen that Simpsons episode where they it's come out of the water? Comment. Oh, there's a Simpsons episode where dolphins come out. Of the water. Yeah, yeah, I was commenting a different Simpsons episode. Clashing, clashing. Um, <laughs> but no, like dolphins are extremely smart. Thus, bringing me to this: if the killer whales are attacking dick or whatever the fuck they're attacking on the sharks, Dude, liver, 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 and leaving the other dick. ones, whatever, dick, liver, spine, butts, and five. If they're attacking that, they know what the fuck they're doing because they're dolphin smart. Because they're dolphins. <laughs> well, dolphins, dolphins, the, well, dolphins take out sharks too. They they jam them in the like, gills until they die. But exactly, yeah. but dolphins, yeah. would, dolphins, yeah. Yeah. dolphins would know. They like they would, yeah. 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 they would be smart enough to be like, yo, that nigga, that nigga. They live. take like that nigga, nigga deals like dolphins and then just the nigga aim for the gill. Like if, into sharks if, like that. If you're a human and you pull in a drive by, you aim for the head. Yeah, because we domesticate dolphins and killer whales. We don't see them as the killers that they are in, the, in their natural habitat. They attack and kill a lot. Right. Damn. They rape. Eat. Dude. Listen. They rape. Dolphins? No, they no, do. Dolphins uh, definitely no. rape. Dolphins, <laughs> dolphins, dolphins rape, rape humans. Rape. Dolphins yeah. rape other fish. Like, dolphins yeah. rape. Dolphins uh, use tools. Pillage. They use like reef and shit to like mm-hmm. clean off other shit. Mm-hmm. They use tools, people. And they make fun of other dolphins. Mm-hmm. They socially... <laughs> they, 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 <laughs> They was Jada uh, Kiss uh, before uh, Jada Kiss was. Right. 
Diddy was watching like National Geographic. Like, I'm gonna do that shit on my track. They tried to kill my. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. They tried to kill my man's Kevin Hart too. Yeah, oh yeah, that's they right. tried to drown him. They probably tried they did. To even in that three in that three feet water. Yeah, yeah I think he tried to drown himself. And it was Prometheus. I apologize because this is Prometheus, to do with Deion Bring Sanders, or Bo Jackson. Well, They're not listening. Yeah, he stole fire from the guys to give it to humans, and they strapped him to a boater and had an eagle eat his liver every day. Oh yeah, that guy would just kept coming back. You know, I, I heard an eagle. eagle. I thought it was like a black. I thought it was a vulture, like an eagle. Crow vulture. Yeah, it was an eagle. It was an eagle. Eagles eat livers. That's crazy. Yeah, but no, like. I can see the killer whale knowing to attack the liver because they're just that smart. Like, I feel like I would know. They would, they would know, like, they'd be like, yo, this nigga liver, right? <laughs> nigga that's short on liver is about to sell this shit, you know, in the, in, the, in the black market. Like, take the nigga liver, folks. Why like, gotta be black, though? <laughs> Damn it, Cody. <laughs> because it's a market that's not for whites. That's why. Like, it's wow. just a market. It's an anti-white market. Like, <laughs> and I gotta be black, but it's anti-white. That's the new, anytime somebody, somebody the new has, species, the great black whale. <laughs> Fuck, no, so it's it's Malcolm know. X's fuck. Right. right. <laughs> I'm a baller. All right. So, what's going on? What else was sports? Speaking of chingy. <laughs> so, we're on the rap. I guess what I want to talk about today. I, originally, I was going to talk about legends. And my question was, what makes one a legend? But Well, in my personal experience, I had started out. But, oh, okay. Well, hmm. I didn't say what makes one a Dollar Tree worker. I said a legend. Uh, so here's my thing. I, <laughs> I, in, in talking about De- <laughs> in talking about Deion Sanders and talking about Bo Jackson, um, I would like. I think I don't even want to know what makes it one one person a legend. I think my question to y'all today is this involved in what Kodak said? A little bit, but my question to y'all today is more than that. What makes someone a legendary group? A legendary clique, a legendary camp. You know, we so often we be talking about legends in sports. We talk about legends in sports. We talk about legends in rap. We talk about legends. We, we pinpoint these individuals, right? All the time, we we pinpoint these individuals, and we don't we forget about the fact that niggas be with teams. Even somebody like Chance the Rapper couldn't be. He's a solo artist, and he's done all these great things as a solo artist. But even him, he couldn't be Chance the Rapper without having uh, uh, his manager. I think his name is Pat. Like he has a team of people, and so in rap. We got clicks, man. We got clicks who help to boost somebody's importance. You know what I'm saying? Like Eminem is, you know, part of the Shady Aftermath, and that was a camp. But he had D12. Mm-hmm. Nelly had the same lunatics. Mm-hmm. You know, ASAP is a whole mob. Bone, Bone Thugs and Harmony had Mo Thugs and like the whole Bone Thugs family. Wu Tang, G Unit, G Unit, uh, Wu Tang had the whole. They had there was so many off shots and like all, like like side people like Capadonna is thought thought to be a part of Wu Tang, but he's not. Capadonna is not an original nine member Jay. of Jay Z Rockefeller like okay. uh, Dipset, No Limit Cameron, Soldiers, No Limit Soldiers like, like Cash Money at, tribe. at the height, a tribe like so. My question is this, man. Outcast, Outcast, well, Outcast was a part of Dungeon Family, yeah. which is a camp. So what makes what's the so, best? So when you said what makes what helps make a legend, so first thing I thought about was Wu Tang, but I'm like it helps to first. And I'm not saying that it has to be this, but it helps to have a classic debut album. Okay. So some of these camps don't have... And then you have to build off of that. Some of these... Okay. Some of these camps don't necessarily have most of them. Most of the ones I named do. Even shit like Cold Chillin' had uh, Biz Marquis, Big Daddy Kane. Uh, who else was in Cold Chillin'? Um, MC Shan. Uh, Marley Maul. Like, 
Um, and this is one of the first, one of the first sets, one of the first big ass, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Roxanne, Shantae, like, she was in that bitch, like, um, I guess some of these camps don't have a camp album. They don't have a group album, you know what I'm saying? Like, some of these camps don't have... How many D12 albums are there, too? There are two D12 albums, officially. And that first one, by the way, side note, very classic. Devil's Night is so fucking good. You missing some of the greatest Eminem moments if you don't listen, if you never listen to Devil's Night. Purple Hills, or Purple Pills technically. Purple Hills was the edited version. Purple Pills. Um, it had uh, American Psycho. Um, man, I went, Eminem was like, "Have you ever experienced spirits and lyrics when you hear them? Till you scared to stare in any mirrors when you near them? Well, if so, you're ready for some shit, Joe. This is some kind of shit, Joe. Shit, no, motherfucking schizo. That was dog. Like just go, so just search. Like, right, right. We have someone that's this from sipping on dessert, like dog. M was getting this shit off of that whole D12 album. Like, he was, and one of those things you could tell he was happy to be, ha- like, he was happy to have put his niggas on. He was so happy to be back what with was, his niggas. what was the question? So my question is, who yeah. is the best, who is the best click in the history of rap and why? Who is the best camp? Because dip, dip, niggas do not understand the influence that Dipset had on niggas. Niggas is wearing light colors to dip, like, rap and got to Cameron and the fucking pink. pink dog. And Cameron was in the hood with pink mink, like, that's altering. That's life altering. Like, because, like, street niggas don't wear... You know, you a street nigga, you ain't wearing no light colors. Mm-hmm. Nigga, fuck you got going on? Mm-hmm. Especially in rap. It was different. Ozzy Brothers wearing crop tops, and they try to call us gay and shit, but fuck it. Ozzy <laughs> Brothers wearing crop tops. That's a whole different type of motherfucking thing, but he brought it back and and used it in Gangsta Rap. I would, would say that um, it would have to be between Cash Money and Wu-Tang. As being the best click. Oh, damn. No, Cash Money, Wu-Tang, and the No Limit Soldiers with Master P and all. And I say that because off the top of my head, these three groups not only had bomb-ass collective pieces of work. Mm -hmm. I mean, group work, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, each individual artist was a legend in their own way. Can we kind of like go down the Interscope tree? Because you got Aftermath, right. you got Shady Records, you got G Unit, you got, you got TDE, you got Death, Death Row. Well, these are these are uh, these are albums. I was thinking about actual groups. But of they have those groups, and they're kind of like not, they're separate. But they so work I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Shady though. Aftermath. He's, I would have said Camp though, because that encompasses all of that. Yeah, like ASAP. ASAP. They have ASAP mixtapes, but ASAP is a camp too, and I think ASAP is the strongest. So you got Ferg no, and Rocky, mm-hmm. and is there any? You got Ferg, Rocky, uh, Twelvey. You have a uh, Ant. Um, I think Ant just left ASAP like a month ago, though, which is really sad because I think ASAP Yams really brought them together very, like very, very well. Like I think both Rocky and Ferg got got they they're solidified. Whereas I can go be like I think I want to. I would rather have. I'd personally rather have. I'm more of a Ferg fan than a Rocky, but I'm a huge Rocky fan. So that. My It'll buddy, how much I think how good I think Ferg is. My buddy last year told me that his friend got signed under uh, ASAP Ferg's label. ASAP Ferg got a label, his own label. I can see it. I can see it. Um, I don't know. I think for me, and I love Gene. In fact, Gene's "Beg for Mercy" album is in my top five albums. Oh yeah, hell yeah. A uh, top five albums of all time. My top. Just real quick, I probably done this before. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this to y'all again. Top five albums for me personally. Marshmallow's LP. Dre 2001, Late Registration, Beg for Mercy, and Lupe Fiasco's The Cool. Those are my, those five albums I've listened to 
on repeat. That's sandwich. Could give you. I've studied those albums from when I wanted to rap. They just got good pieces of music on there. And um, so, that being said, G Unit has one of the best click albums with Beg for Mercy. But yeah. G Unit, I don't think, as a unit, <laughs> no pun intended, influenced as much as, say, Dipset. Dipset changed. Dipset influenced people to rap. Dipset. It changed the culture of fashion. Okay, wait a minute. Before you say that, <clears throat> now, do you mean that he influenced people to rap? Because niggas was like, oh, I can rap better than that nigga. He just niggas tried it. Niggas tried it, but niggas tried it like like Cam and Joel's or Jim Jones was bad. Okay, I get it. Cameron could rap, always could. Joel's could rap, always could. Man, there was a moment in like 07, 08, where Joel's and Wayne were gonna drop mixtapes and shit, and he started hanging out with Wayne. And you know how Wayne influenced, you know how Wayne get this shit out because he's a legend in his own right. Yeah. Boy, that nigga Joel started coming with some freestyles, and I was like, he was in the Rhapsody. Oh my God. He Joel Santana got this freestyle from Rhapsody to Basin where he said, uh, he was like, he's talking about his ice. He said, his, his light bulbs on my wrist, Edison's, or some shit. Like, he was just like get, going the fuck off. And this is when he was hanging around Wayne nonstop. Mm-hmm. This is when him and Wayne was in the heart of it. And Joel's, I always thought Joel's was dope. That sounds like something like. So, who's your number one camp? My number one camp? Ooh, I didn't get the question and didn't have the answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, before you, uh, why you think on that? Um, the thing I was gonna bring up a couple of uh, <clears throat> excuse me, pods uh, ago was like uh, I've been really listening heavy to like a lot of uh, Fifty Cent, G Unit, um, Game, and that era of rap. Mm-hmm. And the shit like it, 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 it's really nostalgic for me. Uh, maybe this the Lori's talking, but uh, it, it's really nostalgic to me because of how which, they. No, which one is this? Uh, 50 Cent. Let's okay. just yep. go 50 Cent. Yeah, just put Get Rich this and Die Train back in my car yesterday. That one. Um, and I even liked... Uh, what the fuck is that? Um, so you're backing up the G-Unit camp right now. Right now, yeah. Um, only because of the, the nostalgia, though. But as far as like the best camp, though, I don't think I can give it to them. You know what I mean? Um, just from uh, how how uh, influential Dipset was, as you said. Um, how even to this day... Um, not to be a meme quote, <laughs> how Wu Tang has just—they've infiltrated all forms of media. They're like so prevalent still. Yeah, um, which is weird. Directors, they, they, TV, cats who movie, don't even yeah. know who they are would be like, you know, Wu Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. And like, what songs you know? How do you know who Wu Tang is? In, in no, four, I just saw Harold Kumar once. <laughs> right, or nope. the Dave Chappelle show, or you know what I'm saying? No cap. In four years, Wu Tang. Album came out 30 years ago. Mm. In four years, Wu Tang as a unit is 30 years old. Mm. Think about that, and think about niggas say Method Man name right now, mm-hmm. and we'll still say Method Man and Al Ron you. Yeah, and he came he out just, 30. He just years showed um, a couple years ago him and uh, Black Thought. Yeah, going back and forth. That was so no, it was dude, so that was dope. crazy. He's like, I gotta go to the phone because Black Thought here. I can't just come off the top of the dome because I know this nigga is gonna kill. So I gotta come out the phone real quick. The shit that I written down, but it was still like fire shit, just back to it back was. to back to back. And, and the fact that he could just y'all didn't put me on. Y'all didn't. Y'all won't You didn't. Uh, dude, I never seen Black Thought met the man. Shit, dog. Let me on sway. I know you seen this freestyle, right? No, y'all you didn't see his freestyle. He's on freestyle, so y'all can't. Nah, you, bro, you ain't see Black Thought. It can't be no freestyle. new. Me- it can't be no new method coming out. Niggas don't put me on. <laughs> Fuck that, y'all. Oh, I got you. Hey man, my yeah. niggas is fake. Yeah, my no. niggas is fake. Oh, uh, we got you. Don't play this shit now, yo. 
<laughs> we on the live. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can you can cue it are. up. Yeah, cue it up. You can cue it up. But if we're fake, you can step a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. He's, he's real. He's real. I, I just gave Cody he's, a cup. He's, he's real. He's real. Yeah, I'm real, McCoy. Yeah, nah. No, I, I don't. I think he I want to say. I want to. I want to say Wu Tang. Also, also. Niggas might come at me for this. Uh oh. Uh oh. I damn didn't want to say Bone Thugs mm. because mm. Bone Thugs. Okay. Bone Thugs Camp was just as big, if not bigger, than Wu Tang. Like, talk about all the outside members of uh, and, and Mo Thugs and all them niggas it's that was just like randomly popped up. Right, it was five Bone Thugs <laughs> niggas: Crazy, Lazy, fr- uh, Flesh, Busy, Wish, and Wish. Five niggas, and Flesh wasn't there half the time. He was in mm-hmm. prison. It was usually just the the four. So four: it's Crazy, part. Lazy, and Busy, and uh, Wish. Wish. Mm-hmm. But it was so many niggas mm-hmm. that was a part of Motha's in the camp out around that. Mm-hmm. You know, when they rolled up, it was, it was never four niggas. It was always like 10 plus. <laughs> the Bone Thug subsidiaries. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, so Bone, bone Thugs was Bone old. Thugs and Associates. Right. Bone Thugs. And I want to say. Tibias. Right, right, right. But see, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing about, like, okay. So Bone Thugs is deep, and then you look at the influence and, like, how Bone Thugs is really one of the only artists to record with both. They did a song with both Big. Mm-hmm. And both pop when they were still mm-hmm. alive. This ain't no recorded mm-hmm. shit. And then we came back. Thug loves my shit. Um, <laughs> like like bone thug, like bone thugs, and like you I listen to. I called the plane out to Cleveland. Let's not leave. Like, tell my niggas clean up some like dog. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. Niggas don't even know about that dog. Uh, that was my shit. Um, <laughs> um, but those niggas uh basically influenced. The, if you listen to the game now, that trickless rapping shit, that Migos shit, that's really bone shit. Mm-hmm. So it's why they had turn, that little beef for a minute. Right. It had every niggas busting braids. I forgot about that. Nothing happened to that. Had every niggas busting, like all niggas busting braids. He busted had the niggas. muskets so they had to chill out. So, <laughs> remember, remember uh, they were beefing with Twister over the fast rap shit. Mm-hmm. Over the, like, bone. So I, I want to say, I want to, I really, I want to say Wu-Tang. That's, that's crazy. But I also want to say Bone too. I totally forgot about Speed, Speed 9 Mobsters. And, and, and that was, and that was Twister. shout out them niggas too. Like, G-Unit, here's the, here's the thing about G-Unit. And here's the thing about uh, G-Unit and what was the other camp? Death Row. Mm-hmm. Death Row, I'll put them in the same. Death Row was popping for about three years. Drake came out with, uh, uh, he came out with The Chronic in 91 or 92. 91 or 92. By the time Pac died in 96, Death Row was pretty much on his last leg. Mm-hmm. So, Death Row had a good five years mm-hmm. where they were just really them niggas. Mm-hmm. Think about that. G Unit had five years where they were them niggas. Really, five years. And then after that, it was dead. Like, Death Row went from being that label. And it only had Pop. Death Row only had Pop for 10 months. Mm-hmm. This is what we do not realize. We talk about all yeah, that shit about Pac and Death Row. Death Row East and Death Row West, are they both under Interscope? Yeah, they were. They're not any longer. Yo, no, I know. I who just... would you say is the worst camp? Like worst camp, yeah. Like they they thought there was gonna be something, or they could have been something, but they just flamed out. Cash bad. money, fuck Drake. No, I'm just kidding. I, I would damn near say uh, Saint Lunatics. <laughs> Saint Lunatics. Maybe. I would damn near say Saint Lunatics. They, Murphy, they, had, they had a good run though, but as far as like, they? I guess the whole camp, yeah. Cause like Murph didn't really go off. Yeah, cause all room. we know is Nelly and Murphy uh, Lee. The other cats. I mean, it's like saying Lil John and the East Side Boys. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who are they? Shout out to shout out to Chris <laughs> and uh, and uh, C Monique. The question is, what is who is the best rap camp stable? And I'm, I'm and I'm adding on that, who is the worst, worst. camp? 
the worst. Man, dog. Uh, I, I, you niggas gonna hate me for this, but fuck it. I'm gonna say my shit. I don't really fuck with. <clears throat> I don't really fuck with Maybach music, or, and I think No Limit is a little overrated. I think oh, I think No Limit yeah. is No Limit did the thing business wise. Master P did the thing. I, I was just watching a, a documentary on Sam Cooke the other night with my girl, and I kept saying the, the similarities that Sam Cooke draws to Master P because Sam Cooke was all his niggas out the hood. He was putting them on and letting them let them sing and letting them get their shit off. Sam Cooke is the first Master P. <laughs> He's the first baby. He's the first black nigga who said all my niggas from over there. Come bring your ass through. You want to you want to do an album, nigga? I know you got some talent. You got a little you got a little bit of talent at least. Come rap your shit. Come get your they, single off. They had a couple of CDs that come through there though. Yo, but, but the people who like actually jumped off. If you want to, uh, got that shit off. Mystical. Mystical. Um, and that's about it. Mystical. Mystical. Masterpiece. He did his thing. Fiend she and Mr. Magic. Uh, uh Sister Sh- Shaka. No, 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 no. No, I still, still had a lot. One from album, P, but it was like so. three songs on there. That was like. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Niggas so, really was fucking with Silk. I, on I again know. and off again, rhyming ass. I just, he was like Silk is often makes the list of top five worst rappers. Often. <laughs> like if there's a list, he often makes that list. Yeah, he's right under Drake. <laughs> oh man, Cody sound like a hater today. Don't get don't drink no more crown. So your favorite crew is the OVO camp. Right, exactly. Oh. So I, I They would, can make like that owl and fly the fuck away. How about that? Man, I, I so I say I say Overall influence in terms of style and shit, Wu Tang. They came through with some grimy shit. Mm-hmm. They came through I, I, right I, when, right at the start when rap was starting to sound. Rap, okay. I hear a lot of people talk about this. I hear a lot of people talk about this. Rap didn't sound, not even commercial, just quality wise. Hmm. Rap wasn't mixed very well because you had people just talking over, um, over instrumentals as opposed to singing and trying to fit in like the groove or and tracks or something right like and so engineers weren't used to really engineering those voices Dr. Dre's Chronic 2001 a lot of people said this and I heard Timbaland say it on an interview a couple weeks ago which really kind of put something in my head he was like yo Dre was the first person that made us in rap think like damn this sounds crispy this mix sounds crispy so Dr. Dre kind of uh, uh, ushered in this this era in rap where shit sounds good. Right after he does that, Wu Tang's like, nah, nah, fuck all that. And they come in straight hard and 32, 36 chambers or whatever. Thirty two chambers. Thirty two. <laughs> I've been sipping Crown. It's cool. Um, <laughs> you forgot those four. <laughs> uh, it's um. Ooh, I don't think it's fair to put older groups with the new people. I, That's like what we were talking about earlier with sports. No, no, you have to though. You have to. We can't. We got it. It's, it's, why? It's why a standard would you? Across the, across yeah. The why would you think the standard changes just because they're older? And now, and now, speaking of, I got. We should this. actually hold them more what? accountable because they have more access exactly. to but what? better, better uh, systems, a better. Uh, um, tools, yeah, tools. We're all bad at words today. Yeah, this episode is definitely words with friends. Okay, this is brought to you by Pete's Crown Royal. With uh, you're saying mixing with Dre and <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> but, um, and mixing and stuff like that. Like, granted, I'm not trying to make up excuses or anything, but that was not digital. It was all analog. It was mm-hmm. all right. 
now Dre found a way how to perfect that because it's Dre and he's a perfectionist. He's such good at mixing, you know. Yeah, such right. good. That's I got gooder with my English. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's why this episode is Words with Friends. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, damn near the title. Yeah. Right. Anywho, uh, words of crime. Russell and shit. Mm-hmm. Remember that shit. <laughs> Rabble dabble. Uh, I hate you guys. I forget where it's going with that. Sorry. You were uh, on the topic of comparing old to new. Analog, digital. The thing is, I said it from the beginning that it's not going to solidify it, but it keyword it helps if you have a great debut album, Thirty Six Chambers of Death. It that was a classic album. Okay, now mm-hmm. you have to, like I said, you got to build off of that. But they, it wasn't mixed like Dre, you know, clearly does his shit. But name one song off that album you don't like. That's the thing. That's the thing. I think Wu Tang did something where they added some grind back into rap. Like they were like, before y'all start getting too goddamn polished, make sure you keep it street. And I think that kept that did something overall <laughs> for rap. Yeah, Crown Royal at eleven thirty. What? This is Wisconsin. Grow up, right? <laughs> Who's that? Who said that? Chris. Chris. Chris, you're from Wisconsin. Like, stop, dog. Yeah, what are you acting like? It's and new. you live in Vegas, Chris. Come Hold on, up. bro. Wait, you live? Does? In, yeah, like, dog. You all the shit that y'all doing nonstop, like let, let me get my crown, my Apple Crown Royal, like damn. Or a real city that never sleeps. <laughs> all right, <laughs> but no, I think I think the best I think the best camp. All right, yeah, yeah. best camp. Okay, best camp it has to probably be Wu Tang. Worst camp. I can't say I can't say no limit. Why? Wholeheartedly, I can't say no. Why? That's a big you don't ass disrespect. camp. It's a big ass camp. Yeah, it's a big ass camp, and everybody <laughs> didn't do well out of that camp. Only oh, yeah, I mean, it might be. I think oh, No Limit might have been good for Impact, but they might have been the most overrated. There we go. Okay. So, but leave us comments and let us know what y'all think, man. Because I feel like you know, rap flourishes with stables. When you have those camps and shit, it's just like wrestling. It's just like WWE. You know, just like you had Degeneration X. Right. But it was staples. <laughs> Just uh, like domestic, domestic violence goes best right. with staples. And shit. But yeah, right. there we go. TS, who's your, who's, the, who's your favorite? Who's your worst? Uh, my favorite camp. Damn. As far as influence and all, I'd have to give it to. Honestly, I'd have to give it to Yo. Dipset. Ooh. Yo, what's up? Yep, I had, Whoa, I had. What happened there? Did we just add Chris to the lot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Shout out to Chris. Let's get to the mic. All right, so what, what? what's your best and worst camp? Worst camp, Migos. Oh, damn. Uh, QC, shout out QC. He okay. might be right, though. He could be right. He could be right. Best camp. You die, Chris? Oh, Chris died on us. No, no. Alright. Worst camp, Migos. Best camp. Who who we picking out of? All of them. Yeah. What do you think? G Unit, JD Aftermath, the okay. Beatles. The Beatles? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> the well, monkeys. Right, the, exactly. Beatles, the doors. <laughs> the Bee Gees. The Yeah Yeah Yes. <laughs> no, and rap. Don't listen to niggas. No. <laughs> Don't listen to niggas. Beethoven and them. <laughs> Zaytoven. From Beethoven to Zaytoven. <laughs> Caveman 5 and shit. Right. <laughs> the first For rock the group. the longest time. 
Jesus and the disciples. <laughs> oh, he. Shout <laughs> out, Chris. Uh, Yo, knows. David had bars, David. but he wasn't one of the disciples. He was before his time. <laughs> <laughs> Moses and the Exodus. Right. <laughs> they used to break dance and shit. Part of the Red Sea. Man, everybody be just you know looking over pharaohs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't doubt that nigga. Like, Joseph, Joseph came through smooth with his coat, though. Uh, he said, Let the people go and shit. Uh, Alright, let's close coaches. it out. For real. Best and worst. Give us, leave comments, all that shit. Best and worst camps out of hip hop. Worst camp. Uh, did I say worst camp? No. Uh, St. Lunatics. Got On to Russell's part. Right. Um, well, you know, so we're at the bus depot. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and take my break real quick. <laughs> First of all, you know how I go. Stay on your side. Right. Bitches. Um, I guess I gotta stop saying that eventually. Right. Uh, when I run out of lorries and shit. Don't <laughs> <laughs> so forget um, on Karen's. They need love too. <laughs> Karen's. Karen's and Beckus. Um TS had uh brought up a question at the beginning regarding old relationships and new relationships. Um, as far as what's okay to bring over or is there anything that's okay to bring over? From an old relationship to a to new, new relationship. relationship. Yeah. And so the, the example he gave was, say, with your, with your girl or whatever, um, you like watching movies. That was just your thing. You watch movies with your girl. Does it cheapen it if you bring it to the new relationship because of um, what it used to mean? Or is it just a part of your personality that yeah. you're continuing? Um, or even more specifically, meant... what if you had a, a favorite album, mm-hmm. right? And you and your girl vibe to it. Or a favorite artist. You and your girl just vibe to that artist. You know what I'm saying? That that was y'all go-to to just kick it, smoke, drink with, whatever. Y'all relationship didn't last. Now you with a new girl. Do you introduce her to that same artist and try to recreate those same vibes? Mm-hmm. Are you a piece of shit for that? Wait. Because that was something that you and your old girl did. So should you find a new artist? Or is it okay that you just genuinely like that artist? So now you're just recreating that memory, or you're you're making new memories, but with the same topic. Listen, I've listen. got two answers to go with that, but I, I want to hear y'all feedback first. I, I gotta say this. Listen, you're not gonna tell me I can't listen to no goddamn artist. If if me and my last girlfriend or whatever found out, like Kid Cudi, like we got we got like you know what I'm saying, like that's how I. Alright, I'm just gonna do I did a lot of getting high and listening to Kid Cudi, and that's how I got into Kid Cudi because my last girlfriend put me on. I can appreciate Kid Cudi more as an artist. Um, now, if I take Kid Cudi and try to recreate the memories of my last relationship with my current relationship, that's dickish. But if I'm like, you know what I'm saying, if I'm if I'm in a chill mood and I throw on Cudi. But I don't think you're, in, in that instance, I don't think you're uh, trying to relive the memories with the, of, of the old chick with the new chick yeah. I think what you're trying to do is overwrite them so that you're not all automatically right. uh, thinking uh, about attaching those yeah, old yeah, feelings yeah. to that yeah. and you're building new memories right, in order to right. overwrite that yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things I was going to well no go ahead go ahead, I'll wait and, um, and I don't got much I would say, and McCoy knows this because I can't really compare too much I have a deep hatred in my heart for my ex so uh, <laughs> fuck <laughs> you we, bitch. we didn't really have much like anything like that we did together like it was like a oh I can't you know look forward to doing this or blah blah, blah. like we ate food 
We ate food and we breathed. <laughs> and we watched Netflix right just, before you bed. You just gotta die. But <laughs> it wasn't, you know, I'm not gonna like stop eating or stop like watching Netflix. Yeah. Like, you know, but it's not like I think of her when right. we yeah, do not watch Netflix. Yeah, you know? not, okay, so that was super broad. Was there right. anything that you could have done with your ex that you just genuinely enjoyed that you brought into the newer relationship? Um, that I mean, it, it when I say if, you brought into the new relationship, that's because maybe the girl that you're with now wasn't doing that before. No. No. I mean, even if it's um, even if it's just a restaurant that you guys used to go to, like you right. used to love going to. Casablanca together. That that was the. I didn't used to know nothing about my ex. I swear, on my mama, on my car, <laughs> on my ditch, <laughs> on car, on the. Oh my. But, <laughs> but I'll say like, there's a lot of things like I hate it. Like she wouldn't. It, I want to say hate. Like you can be with someone and not share the same you know interests. Mm-hmm. Like my ex didn't like the same music that I like. A lot, you know. It sounds like you just didn't have any I shared anything right. with the ex. Uh, we didn't so share oxygen, it. but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> let's say, let's but, say, let's but no, say. Wait, wait, just real quick. Like, I, it's parts of stuff like that that like we didn't, you know, click on. But my current girl, like, she loves the same music that I listen to. She loves the same movies. You know, it's every so it's like that part I love. Right. What he's saying is that you know because you don't have that previous connection yeah. before, um, it looks like it was just a deep rift between you. Um, say and God forbid this happens, but um, you and Syria break up, and your next girl is Benghazi. Like, no. bring, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your next girl Amazon and shit. <laughs> you uh, find that you don't have as many things in common. Are you going to bring the old things from the, the old relationship to the new relationship? To make it more comfortable for you, basically. Not, right. Yeah. Not, like, think of something that you and love doing, or you and <laughs> so so look, Syria. You and Syria love doing right now, but for whatever reason, like Russell said, y'all don't make it. So then, the next relationship, you still like doing this activity. Are you wrong for bringing that activity into the new relationship? I'm always gonna do me. My last relationship, I listened to my music. She didn't like that. Fuck you. I'm gonna still listen to it. All right. This relationship, you know. We both love listening to the same music, okay? What if it's something that you and her, like, you didn't know about this before her, she didn't know about this before you, but you and her started doing this thing together and you come to love and enjoy this thing. Can't, is it okay to bring that thing into a new relationship? I still feel like it depends on what it is. Like, it depends. Like I said... Okay, let's make it hard then. Um, Yes. No, no, we're gonna go straight into that. Pause. What if it's what if it's a uh, what if it's a sex thing that you enjoy doing? Hey, everyone's gotta try anal. Once, it was really enjoyable, whatever. Yeah. But this is something that you always did with your girl. <laughs> yeah. Now say yeah. you're dating a yeah, new chick. Yeah. Say you're dating a new chick. Yeah. And she hasn't done that before. She got are you, yeah, are you wrong for bringing that into the new? Like, are you trying to make her? I don't into like the that my room? mom listens to this pod. I think it's, I think it's mom, all the tent base. Please, if you listen to this, just just yeah. like fast forward like five minutes. I think it's it all is intent based, honestly. 
Um, if you're trying to recreate the old relationship with the new relationship, yeah, you're fucking wrong. Um, if it's just a part of who you are, it's just things that you like, and you want to in- introduce your girlfriend to them, your, your current girl or whatever, I don't think you're wrong for that. Um, just like she's going to try and introduce you to things that she likes. Um, whether she brings that from the old relationship or that's just who she is as a person, that's what they're typically going to do. Uh, in my experience, um, and this is one of my two answers, um, the women I have dated have always tried to introduce me to uh, some new song or some new thing that they like, which is, one, cool, because they're trying to incorporate me into their world and whatever, but it's also fucked up because if you break up, you always have the memory of that shit in your head, you know what I mean? Like, um, there's a song, a couple songs that I don't listen to because I know they generate feelings for someone who was a shitty person, honestly. Right. And cool. so I don't bring them into anything, but that's just me as a person. Um... There was a, a, a guy I followed on, on YouTube. We talked about him before, Kane Carter, uh, Hot Damn I Rock. He was saying, oh, yeah. you know, um, that he practices bitches like uh, doctor practices medicine. So the same line that works on one girl, he uses on another girl. Because it made the other chick smile, so he's going to see if it makes this chick smile. See, that part he, is shitty because you're supposed to be um, original and authentic with each. I mean, you know, if you care about someone. But the thing, shot, like, the, thing, the thing is... Um, what he was saying was that I know dope spots to eat because I've taken other people there. I know dope places to go hang out because yeah. I've taken other people there. It's not that I'm... Ro- I know this road is safe because I've traveled it, but right. you know, in case you don't like it, maybe it's too bumpy for her next right. time I'm to take those French then I Then I learn new stuff from whoever yeah. I'm dealing with. But he doesn't necessarily take the old shit from the old relationship to the new relationship type of, th- type of shit. But in the same token, he is practicing. You know what I'm saying? Um, so in that case, yeah, I think that is wrong as far as like to practice women, like he says, as a doctor practices medicine. But you also find out about dope things because of those things that are introduced to you um, that you learn from the old relationship. So it's a mixed bag. It's all about intent, as I was saying. So is there anything that one should just never bring from an old relationship to a new relationship? Feelings. Yep. That was going to be my answer, damn it. That's good. Yeah. What do you mean? Um, you can't you can't still feel some of those same feelings that should be dedicated to the new person for the old person because you because what you're gonna try to do is make that new person into the old person, which they're not. Mm-hmm. Example of a feeling that you shouldn't bring over. So okay, feeling I shouldn't right all, <laughs> all of them, all ninety nine problems that, that a bitch ain't one of. Um, so I feel like okay, so like maybe your ex girlfriend. <coughs> Maybe your ex-girlfriend naturally just liked washing your clothes. And maybe you enjoyed that. Maybe that made you feel like a little nurtured or whatever. And your new girlfriend's yeah. like, no, I wash my clothes, you wash your clothes? Yeah, it's something or little. And I'm, and take I'm, turns. Right, take turns. <laughs> you know, I'm not big into the gender shit either. So, like, like, maybe that feeling that I got when my other girlfriend used to wash my clothes, like, yeah, I'm really her man and shit, like... I shouldn't be. I shouldn't bring that to my. Not saying that my new girlfriend doesn't wash my clothes or whatever. Like, love you, honey. Um, what I'm saying is, you can't bring that feeling that you got because your old girl did that mm. to this new relationship. Because then you're gonna be trying to like maybe your go current girlfriend just doesn't like washing clothes. Maybe she has a phobia of tide or some shit. Like it doesn't. Whatever that could be, that's extreme. But whatever that could be, maybe she doesn't like doing that act. Right. And maybe that's something that you got to take on. But you can't bring that feeling of 
you know, loving that your girlfriend naturally without you asking wash her clothes. And that could cause some turmoil because too, because it's like you're expect you expecting me to be. And your, then it's like, why yeah. aren't you washing my clothes? And then she thinks like you're a, a, a dick. Right, dick. Exactly. Right. Like, all right, all right. Like I don't see no ring on this finger. Right. Oh my god. Like, I didn't <laughs> I did that. <laughs> so it would be acceptable if there what was a ring on one finger. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? No. <laughs> That whole okay. um, the whole possessive attitude in 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 general is just um, uh, fucking annoying. Uh, mm. The the thought that there are certain things that need to be done have to be done because of what you're used to is really right. arrogant. It's really um, condescending, um, and and it shouldn't have any place in in a relationship. Um, with most relationships, yeah, you're gonna bring some old quote unquote feelings but it's not necessarily for the old person it's okay this time I don't want it to be like this this time yep. I don't want it to be yep. like that this yep. time I'm gonna work to do this I mean cause you do take things from your old relationship to try and make your new relationship better because but at the end you, of the they're, day they're experiences that you've right. been through but at the end of the day it's all about cooperation it's all about getting to know your partner um, knowing what they like trying to you know incorporate that somehow but not trying to be a totally different person for them and not expecting them to be a totally different person for you right I hope I'm not derailing this topic but I was told to not have expectations because you're just going to get let down and then I'm always thinking like well can't I have these expectations and it's not just relationship wise but like have these expectations of people and still expect them to not do them yeah. and you know I gotta do them myself so yeah, do you guys think that I mean it's a pessimistic good, view right but do you guys <laughs> think like you should have those expectations like I expect someone to do this even if I or something like that or they should it's, you know I have a standard or, of dateability if you don't meet that standard then I'm not fucking dating you plain and simple if you can't be respectful if you can't be um, if you're not willing to cooperate with me like I'm willing to cooperate with you, if you're not willing to put any effort in for this relationship like I'm willing to put in, then, yeah, there's no reason I should be dating you. All right. Would I, it be fair to say that if... Okay. We all agree that you definitely take experiences from the past yeah. in order to help mold yourself for the present and the future yeah. to be a better person, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. No regrets. So does that mean, or does that imply, that anyone that you date from here forward is just a compilation of everyone you dated before just with edits every so experience that you have in life and relationships with people so it'd be like um you, upgrading your past like oh well i like these things those things and whatever i like these attributes and abilities i want to see if i can find that stuff in this new person life, and then you keep going on that life is all about the choices that you make and every relationship that you're in you have the choice to let it take you and control you or to learn from and see like what you like or what you think you deserve or expect or stuff like that right so that's your choice to you know you're you should be making so yourself a, person a better person that you're dating now a compilation like, of all your past exes just the better parts of them not no. no, she because it definitely something that you. I got fed up to a point where I said, "I'm not fucking around playing games anymore. I know what I want. I'm not taking anything less." And, and that's the expectation. Exactly, and she met every standard and more. I've talked to. Um, I just knew what I didn't like. A so, lot of women, right? Yeah, about this, that um, 
Not saying that they shouldn't, but I think women for a, a, a long time have had trouble dating people who are who they feel are above their worth. Um, it usually is terrible for the relationship. Um, not saying anybody that they date is beneath them, but they inspire men to go harder to get them. Um, most relationships that I've 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 witnessed and and been in. If, if the man feels like he's above the woman, he usually treats her bad. Um, he or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if anyone thinks that they're above the other person, they will tend to treat the lesser like a lesser. Right. I, but I think with, with, with men versus women, um, women, they will work hard to meet the standards, but they seem to overdo it. And they burn themselves out. With men, I don't know, it just, from from my experience, from what I've seen, they tend to, if they see somebody who's out of their league, <coughs> oh, I'm going to go get her. Now, do they rise up to her level and try to surpass her? That's usually not what we're kind of compelled to do. Um, basically, how society kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for, um, conditions us. Um right. But not saying that, that that isn't the case. Um, especially in this circle, we seem to all be striving for better. Striving to be better, striving to to know better, striving to, striving to live better, striving to give those we care about better. That's not always the case. Mm. Especially in our community, for the, uh, for the most part. Right. Women. Females. <laughs> Me, no, they have been conditioned, quote unquote, to make their space comfortable. Um, I was listening to a couple of uh, comedians, and each time they asked the woman, you know, are you married? You know, how are you and your husband? And the word that they came back with each time was comfortable. It wasn't happy. It wasn't we're good. It wasn't anything on there. It was we're comfortable. Not a husband wasn't there at both instances, coincidentally. Mm-hmm. But it was funny to me that the word they use was comfortable. It's kind of like um, settling almost. Mm. I feel like because you you shouldn't in anything you shouldn't be comfortable. You should always be pushing yourself in the situation. Like if you're just comfortable, go on a vacation. Do be spontaneous. You know, mm-hmm. go on an adventure. Learn something new. Exactly. Try something new. Um, the uh, I heard the the advice given to um, men is that the woman that the woman that you're, you're meant to be with or the woman that you're you should go for should scare you a little. Yeah. What do y'all think about that? Uh, absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. my girlfriend is teaching. Not me. like terrified, but like. No. No. <laughs> it's like how, be with that. if you have a fear of heights, you should climb a ladder. I I respect my wife wholeheartedly, but I don't fear. It's not fear. I don't, like, be, I don't got time to be not scared fear. Scared part like because fear is like terror or yeah like scare you. Scares like scare you're trying something new and it's out of your realm kind of thing. So it's it's more. Um, I think it's more based on like um, the unknown factor or um, the. Can I really do this? I think I can do this. Can I really do this? That type of fear. Or s- scared. <laughs> to where it's like, I like her. I want her. Can I do this? 
all right, let's do this type of thing. And there's a lot of things that I wouldn't normally <laughs> do or even uh, emotionally push myself to open up with or do or anything like that. But my girlfriend is no, what she knows or tries it or doesn't know it is helping me become a better person in every way that I've wished to be. And I'm still, you know, everyone, I think, is still trying to do that. But that's what I love about this. All right, well, that was pretty much the discussion that I wanted to have. Uh, it, it was just an interesting thought, you know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because I, fe- I was feeling bad about listening to any music or something while oh, I was man. hanging out with my wife. No. It was just an interesting... Uh, I don't know, I was thinking, huh, is it... It was Drake, wasn't At it? At what point <laughs> is it acceptable or not acceptable to bring uh, the past into the present? Mm-hmm. It, it was just, yeah. yeah. Bixby, blink twice if you're in. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blink. But um, to move on to the fucked up story uh, of the week. One of two. Yeah, one of two. <laughs> oh, God. And this is definitely going to strike a, a chord with anybody who has... Um, Pets, I guess. Okay. Oh, I'm good. So, <laughs> I'm good. And this is coming from the Asian guy. Yeah, yeah, I know, Stay right? From my dog. I know, right? So, it, I feel this is um, not going to be for any cat lovers out there. Oh, okay. Is, yeah, this is not going to be for wait, any wait, cat wait, lovers. What kind of cat lovers? Oh, yeah. are <laughs> the actual feline. Oh, make you purr. Make you purr. <laughs> so, there's something called a cat scratch disease. It is called. It is caused by bacteria called Bartonella, wait, wait, wait. found Shout in the mouth and the claws of cats. Shout and, out to Ted Nugent. Um, so these are fever. these are just facts, right? They there are at least thirty different known species of Bartonella, and thirteen of these have been found to infect human beings. Official figures suggest around twelve thousand Americans succumb to cat scratch disease each year. There was even a case where a man lost the ability to have erections because of this disease. What? Yeah, dude. And erections. Uh, the actual story. How now you- that we have uh, a little bit of background on this fucked up disease that cats carry when they scratch or bite humans, mm. um, there was a teenager. Uh, well, of course. A teenager caught um, the teenager caught a mind-altering infection from his cat he started believing he was the son of the devil and having suicidal thoughts so he started undergoing a lot of medical treatment and a lot of psychological treatment until they were able to somehow pinpoint the fact that he was scratched by a cat and then they looked into the bacteria of this and were like oh wait i think this is what's affecting you they treated him for that bacteria, and now he's not suicidal. He's not an unhappy teenager anymore. He's living the best life. He doesn't think that he's uh, the son of the devil anymore. And then there was a sub-story in here where um, I'm happy for that there was a man record. who couldn't get an erection anymore after being scratched by a cat. And after getting X amount of treatments or whatever, some doctor was like, well, let's see if this was the case. Because you said you had cats, right? Turns out he did have cats, and he had this disease that his cat gave to him, and after they treated it, he was able to have erections again. Just he another, was able to have erections again. Yeah. Just another tally mark for so, dogs. Yeah. Another tally mark. Cats are definitely the devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Disease-ridden. You gotta tell me now. Yeah. 
The second story. <laughs> the second story, the follow-up story, actually um, is on the same length of that. I guess this guy was really giving it to his cat. Length. Police were called because neighbors heard a cat in distress. Police arrived to find this 40-year-old guy naked raping a cat in the bathroom. But he couldn't get a boat here. So how... <laughs> yeah, this whole different dude. He was heard calling the cat a whore and yelling at the cat to stop shitting. <laughs> After being found, though, he denied having sex with the cat because he said he had too much girth and it would no way have fit in the cat's ass. He's like, look at it. I'm trying. It does not work. So, needless to say, the guy was on drugs. Does anybody want to guess Florida. What, what he was on? PCP. No. Angel Dust. Molly. Get the fuck out of here. I'm, I'm just kidding. He was on meth. <laughs> like, like, I was going to click the bottom. Like, they're lying, too. Florida. He was on, just so we are clear, he was on meth. Yeah. Meth. 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 Not, not Molly. Molly. Wrong M word. Not mixed, Molly. Mixed with. Motherfucker. That's the. <laughs> was it in Florida? Oh, yeah. Was it in Florida? That guy. Florida man. Um, Cat scratchy, what you say? No. Hold on. No, he was in Arizona. Oh, okay. That was actually my next guess. Yeah. That, um, that guy was in Arizona. No, Ted Nugent has a song called Cat Scratch Fever. He called it Cat Scratch. What'd you say? Disease? Yeah, disease. cat scratch disease. disease. No, I guess when you have a di- but, fever, it develops into a disease. Yeah, well, usually there's a there's thing. a fun fact, but the fun fact was laced into the the first story. This yeah, that cat scratch disease caused by bacteria called Bartonella. It's a fun found in the mouth and claws of cats, and it can cause things like suicidal thoughts, cycle trips, and can um, leave men. Without the ability to have erections. Yeah, so episode 21, we're going to do a GoFundMe to get uh, Drake a lot of cats. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> if uh, if you really hate your enemies, send them cats. <laughs> well. Oh, and put deer piss on their cars, so then deers will like run out at the cars and fuck them up. Well then, that this has been an interesting show. <laughs> uh, you hear that from me? Yeah, so episode 21, folks. Not politically correct. <laughs> I am the homie TS, a.k.a. C-Nova. You know I gotcha. You can find me on Twitter at CNovaKPZ. You can also comment on our Facebook group, Not Politically Correct Podcast, and sooner or later we'll start doing events and things like that, which will be on NPC Podcast. McCoy? Uh, your boy McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What I Do, a.k.a. Flash Guy. You know where I'm at. Real McCoy KPZ on Twitter and uh, Instagram and Real McCoy Rebel on Snapchat. <coughs> Cody, a.k.a. Doing better. Thanks to my homies. Uh, <laughs> you can find me at CD Require on damn near anything. Russ, the barman, the bus. Oh, everybody sounds Teddy super Russ. sad to go. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay, yeah, now we got to face reality. <laughs> you can find me. Females, um, felines. St. <laughs> Louis. Snapchat. Uh, ECKZ, R-A-Y-D-E-T. Twitter, ECKZ, underscore R-A-Y-D-E-T. Instagram, Candid Cupidity, C-A-N-D-I-D, underscore C-U-P-I-D-I-T-Y. Hey, episode 21. Gang! <laughs>